and again, importation. Hashtag anal. WBAG Vag TV. It's in poor taste. Ew, ew, ew. Welcome to the morning show. I'm Morning Mc Morningson. Yeah. Woo. Hey. It's forty in the booge. <laughs> forty in the booge. I'm booge, and this is forty. That's how many ounces of freedom I've got, folks. God, I can't even keep that up. I'm. I know. I'm tired. I'm tired, Eric. So tired. I, I'm weary. I can see that he's on the ground. He's actually got the microphone angled to the floor. He's in a fetal position on the ground. I'm just. I'm just holding it today. I'm just handling handling it, hand literally ling it. He's got a crazy straw in his beer that runs. It's strange. It runs all the way around the room a couple times around J Pro. Mm-hmm. You gotta cool it down. Around, wanted to get to both to get of the, his thumbs. See, I keep my beer really hot in the bottle, and then I want it to get to room temperature by the time it reaches uh, my lips. It's and, a new way. It's the new hipster way to drink beer. And the straw is just—it's got some kind of uh, mechanical apparatus that just holds it right to his mouth, so he doesn't even have to use his hands to get the straw into his mouth. It just dangles right nearby, and I just—I just take a little. Every once in a while, you see him with his tongue like. Just looking at it. But he gets it. Yum. Yummy. Mmm. Mmm. God, mm. I love this beer out of a straw. It's the best way. And I don't understand how you got the crazy straw to the exact shape of the room. It. There are several. There is not just one. There are so many. Where do you get these crazy straws? You. I order them online at crazystraw.net. Oh, because I usually go to Crazy Straw Co. Uh, down on Liberty Ave. They're too corporate for me. Uh, well, yeah, they they do hand out a free cup of coffee to the um yeah the customers as soon as they come in. When I get into a store and they hand me a free cup of coffee, I already know it's going to be overpriced. Yeah, because they they tell you it's free when you walk in. Well, the funny thing is, I when I was shopping for the ring for Ava, I went into this fancy ass jewelry store. And they were like, would you like anything? Would you like a coffee, a soda, a beer? And I was like, wait, what kind of beer? <laughs> and they were like, a Heineken. I was like, I'll take a Heineken. I was like, wait, no, you know what? I'm going to, I have a hockey game in like two hours. I probably shouldn't. You know, I haven't, I haven't had a Heineken in a long t- time. There, it's an interesting flavor. It's not my favorite, but it's not my least favorite, I would say. It's interesting. You know, and one thing I did notice is that they don't really have TV commercials anymore. When's the last time you've seen a Heineken beer commercial? That's a good question. Um, Remember, it used to be Austin Powers, and he'd say, don't touch my Heineken, baby. That's how long ago you've seen one? Yeah. Like uh, 1999? Yeah. My God. I didn't even even drink beer then. Yeah. Um, I think, I swear there was one recently. If my mother's listening, I never drank beer back then. Oh, sure. No. Yeah, of course not. Okay, continue. Um... The beer you didn't drink back then, what was your favorite beer when you were young? Like, before drinking age, if, hypothetically, you had drank. And hypothetically, if I had drank, it would probably be um, Bush, just because mm-hmm. of the, the way the, the can looked. That's it. That's the only reason. Literally, I never just the ta- can. I never tasted it. Nice. Because uh, oh, it sure. had the Rockies on it. Uh, okay. No, that was Coors, wasn't it? No. The, well, it, Bush has the Rockies on it? I think well, it was Anheuser Busch, right? Yeah. And yeah, they had mountains on it. There was a mountain range on the can. I know that. I don't remember. I honestly don't. I'd Maybe have to look it's at one. the Smokies. I used to drink Bush when I was younger as well. You no, you didn't. Oh, I mean, you just liked the can. The- I I used to hypothetically drink Bush <laughs> when I was younger. Hypothetically younger. And and you you want to you know you want to know why. Well, at least for us, anyway, why we drank it, and we hypothetically drank it. You, why you looked at it? Yes. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Because it was fifteen dollars a case for a thirty pack. That's exactly right. They were fifty cents a piece. You could, you and your friends could easily split. We could go if if you had drank, you could have easily split on your paper route money if you had a paper mm-hmm. route hypothetically. And you, this would be uh, 
responsible hypothetical drinking. Of course. Yes. We were we were hypothetically responsible when we definitely underage drank. Wait, I said that wrong. <laughs> Whoops. Oh shit. I thought we would stop in time, but nope. we didn't. You can't stop. You can't stop. We've the had body too rock. many hypothetical beers. <laughs> That's right. I'm hypothetically wasted. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I would say we used to uh, hypothetically drink Bush, and I always hypothetically liked MGD. And I can't even tell you why. It, it seemed fancy to me back then. I think you're right. It, it wasn't fancy. It was like one the, of the least horrible tastes. Wasn't that the champagne of beers? No, that was High Life. That was High Life. High Life was the champagne of beers, which, I mean, really? Did you ever get caught underage drinking? Yes. Did you? Yes. Where at? What happened? Tell the story. It is a pretty good story. All right, well, let's hear it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, wait, hang on. It's the underage corner. Don't try this at home, kids. Only drink when you're 21 or over. This never actually happened. These are all made-up stories. It's called improv. With fictional characters that never existed. Yes, and? This segment contains no facts. All right, there okay. we go. I think we got that out of the way. <clears throat> um... <clears throat> So Halloween, perfect time, right? Um, I was in college, Halloween, there was a party up the street. And when I say up the street, it was probably, because back then I was willing to walk anywhere to, you know, to party. So I don't know, it was probably a three, four mile walk to this party. Um, and we lived mm -hmm. in, in Southside at the time. And the party was up the hill a little bit. That's right. You lived in the South Side for college. That I can't even fathom what that would have been like. <laughs> the debauchery that must have been. Oh, had. yes. Um, things were. There said, are plenty of unscrupulous twenty-one-year-olds that would have got you beer back then. Like, oh, yes. I grew up in Plumborough. Then I went to Edinburgh University, which had like a total of like three thousand people on campus, and they were like half of them were either well. A third were art students. Another third were education. I almost went to that school. You thank your lucky stars. You did not. It I, was I, I toured the school for uh, I think graphic design or some some art thing. I'll tell you. I'll tell you and the listener more about Edinburgh someday. Okay. But, but the point being that I went to. I was in the middle of nowhere in not the middle of nowhere, but suburbia in Plumborough which is like in the middle of nowhere. There's no community. There's not people walking around the streets at night. Yeah. It's just shut-in suburban homes with the lights, you know, flickering with, like, Nick at night, you know, going on mm -hmm. and shit. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was Edinburgh, which was middle of nowhere, and a third of the people had so much work to do as artists that they couldn't leave their dorms because they were doing projects. Or the other third were education majors, and they didn't want to get caught doing anything bad, so they never partied. So it was dryness it was so hard to find lame university yeah we okay. had tr we had trouble so go oh, no we there was no i'm guessing there was no hypothetical trouble no hypothetically getting hypothetical beer that you hypothetically there was no hypothetical drank. problems at all all right um so yeah i i a few of my friends and i dressed as uh the beastie boys nice from the sabotage video okay i'm into it and i was mike d I think I may have seen pictures of this, and it was we were pretty good. And the funny, one of the funnier parts was is um, the guy who played uh, or the who uh oh uh oh is that Johnny P? Uh, is that Johnny P time? Well, that might be Johnny P. Is that there Johnny P? Hello. Hello. Is that Johnny P? Is, is this thing on? I can hear you now. I'm sorry. I'm. Uh, yes. How are you? Sure. What's up? Oh, you know, just podcasting. How are you? Oh, good, good. Just getting ready to go to a, go to a show. Nice. You're going to a show? Yeah, you sounded Canadian there. What's going on in L.A.? Yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. Uh, the Canadification of, of America. That's for certain here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, eh? Say again. Yeah. Veering towards the Irish. It's veering towards the Irish now. This you know is what? Lightcast. Yeah. <laughs> now now er I'm Eric, Swedish. <laughs> yeah, Eric just became Swedish on us. <laughs> so don't worry. It is hard to hold a Canadian accent for long because you want to go stronger, but you don't want to be insensitive. Yeah, that is true. Well, it's not being insensitive to 
Oh, shit, you're breaking up on us. Don't break up with me, Johnny. You there? Is this better? Better? Uh, I don't know. What do you got on bars? What? What do you got on bars? Cell phone bars. Oh, it's not good. What's up with L.A.? You'd think there'd be better reception out there. What's up with L.A.? You'd think there'd be better reception. No, there's so many of us trying to use it. All, all, the, all the bars are used. They're in use. Oh, that's okay. what I was thinking. There's there's so many... Uh, all these crazy kids drinking their Canadian drinks and using all the bars. <laughs> oh, yeah? Playing hockey, eh? Oh, no, we don't do sports. Oh, sure. I, I overstepped <laughs> my bounds. So, Johnny... How is how is LA? It's it's good, you know. It's it's awesome. It's been raining, so you know we have water again. That's neat. Yeah, that's new, right? Yeah, like I mean. Are you allowed to water your cat grass now? I I didn't listen to any of the precautions whatsoever. I took like <laughs> twenty minute showers and was like watering my lawn every day. I was like, I'm not buying it until we turn all these giant ass fountains off fountains all over the place just shooting water everywhere and it's like dude if this was serious you would totally turn those off first that would be like first measure yeah that's i like thanks that's a little outrageous do you think that the fountains are just there so the homeless people can take showers um partially yes does that happen um yes yes it does Uh, it's a sad state People can recreate that uh, that one go goes video. Like we keep them running for that. Because honestly, if women in their forties came to Los Angeles and were unable to reenact the go goes, our lips are sealed. Video from anarchy in the street. Basically, all the tourism would dry up. It would. That is the only reason that people come here. It's the only thing we got. That explains why I'm not there. Because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about right now. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty funny. Did they ever find out who did that? Oh, the Hollyweed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone took credit money, me praying over Trump or something. I don't know. I stopped paying attention. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like that other one isn't something that I saw on my way to work. This no longer involves me. I'm out. What is the lamb on the Hollywood sign? No, land. It used to say Hollywood land. Oh, right, right, yeah. Oh, I got you. Say that, and then, and now, now it doesn't. Now it's worthless. See, that's why none of my jokes are landing. You guys, they're dumb. That, that is, that is precisely why we're, we're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. No, it's, it, it's definitely, it's a. No, it's definitely the crowd this time. J, J Pro's given us a look like he knew that. Sure. I like it. That's, you know, if I can give one piece of advice to, you know, brand new comedians, it's if your set does not go well, it's because the people in the audience are bad at enjoying comedy. That's right. And you should let them know that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like you should ask lots of questions like, uh, what, that one too smart for you? Like, just be like, just be like, oh, oh, too dark, too dark. That's a good one. Um, That's because they're racist, Johnny. I mean, who isn't? I um definitely what? definitely too Trump definitely definitely Trump is not racist. He's he's he says it all the time. He's the least racist person you've ever seen. So that's how you I know. Me, motherfucker! <laughs> I have a certificate. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, the uh, certificate of. What's that? Come mine again? Said, mine comes with. Well, no, I can't do the word because it must be to me. Authentication? Authentication. There we go. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's got the, 
It's got an Anti-Defamation oh, League yeah. seal of approval on it. Defamation. I don't know. <laughs> I think this connection sucks, Johnny P. Uh, you got to tell everyone in California to get the fuck off their phones you, for a minute so we can make a podcast. Next time, you, you might need to climb on top of the Hollywood sign to get better signal. I know. I mean, uh, eventually, it comes to that point, boys. I'm the last phone call when I climb to the top of the Hollywood sign. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now it is too dark. It is dark. Too dark. Too dark. Like, I'm ending it all, but first, I want to be on a podcast. One last podcast before I go. <laughs> John, um, when they put in your when they put in your Cybertron uh, chip, did it hurt? Uh, because oh, you sound oh, like you sound oh, like a Decepticon right now. When the phone goes out, it doesn't go out. It goes out and makes you sound like a robot. Like a robot right now. Not right now, but uh, sometimes. Oh my god, that worked perfectly. Wait till you hear this episode. I can't wait till you hear this episode just to hear when you said I am a robot. Oh my god, he is a robot. He doesn't even understand me. I'm doing the robot right now. Oh nice. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could see it. It sounds perfect. I it it is. I'm good at it. Go, go. I'm sure there's insane traffic, as there always is there. Yes. Yes, yes, there is. I'm sorry it took so long to call in. There is, there is, there is you know, I'm a very busy man. Oh, we know. Well, tear it up out there, Johnny P. I wish the best for you. Love you too, Johnny love P. Love you too. Um, we send out, we'll, we'll send the, the listeners love to you as well for them. We'll for send oh, out oh. robot love. Thank you. You know, if they really love me instead of, instead of just sending love, like, which is just like, you know, like a, like a concept, they could send me, uh, moon sauce from, from Cambodian. That's something I could actually use. I would put that shit on my screen. Sure. Yeah. That's a good idea. Hey, real quick before you go, can you, all right, dude, well, have fun tonight. Have a good one. Be safe. Don't jump off the Hollywood sign. Okay. Oh, no. Not yet. Not yet. All right. Uh, (laughs) That's good. Okay. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. So I believe you were talking about being in the South Side. Yes. Hypothetically getting beer. Hypothetically drinking beer. Getting caught for such. But not hypothetically dressed up as the Beastie Boys. No, this was that was for Halloween one time. Yes, and um, I, what I was about to say right as he called was the funny part was is one of the guys, one of my friends that dressed up was of Asian descent. So, and we had him in the like the most like the lightest wig. So he had the like the darker skin, uh-huh. with like a really light wig, and it was it was just so hilarious. It was freaking hilarious. It was so funny, and I, I remember cracking up seeing like every time I. Well, look at that photo. I always giggle. Just do, you, because, do you have it? Um, at home somewhere. I'd have to find it. You have to find it then, because if you don't find it and I don't get a picture of it up on the website, then we can't even include this part because it means nothing to the listener. But if we get okay. it, then the listeners looking at the picture right now at podsberg.com slash taste slash episodes, and they're laughing with us, Eric. All right, I get it. I'm the only one right now that has no idea what this picture looks like. The listener knows, you know, and I'm out of the loop. <laughs> this is bullshit. Thanks a lot, listener. Thanks a lot, Eric. You're welcome. Continuing. Yes, go on. To the actual story. So, mm-hmm. we party hypothetically. Sure. Um, then we decide it's time to go home. Um, we're pretty, pretty loose at this time. And about... Six of us walk out the the door and we get like I don't know a little bit down the street and I'm like guys I gotta take a piss you know I'll catch up or whatever you know I'll you know I'll see you guys at the house and I didn't really expect him to wait for me but so I take a leak I finish up it must have been a long one because when I turned around to find them they were they were gone out of sight so I knew that I'd catch up to him eventually so I start walking home. And um, I get about halfway home, and I walk past this patio 
And there's this fucking jack-o'-lantern just staring at me. Oh, God. I already know what's going to happen. And I'm a fan of Smashing Pumpkins. Not necessarily the band, but the um, actual... Verb? Yes, the verb to smash a pumpkin. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm with you. So, <laughs> this is where it gets good. So, I... I'm not quite ready to smash the pumpkin right there in front of that house. So I grab it and just, you know, me and the pump, me and the jack-o'-lantern, we go for a little walk. Uh-huh. You know, a little talk. You know, I'm talking before. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to smash, smash you. A walk and talk. You're going to smash. You're going to get smashed. Do you see that? So I actually, there was a part of the, of the, the road that goes over the train tracks. It's, it's like a, a trestle. And there's a, a big wall after you cross it that meets up with like a back alley that that starts the south side flats 18th street no um like 12th okay like uh yeah 12th where you climb up right right by right by the black and gold yeah the the beer store i'm familiar and um so i get to that wall and i'm just like it's like a good 25 foot drop perfect for smashing pumpkins yeah you smash a pumpkin back there and me being drunk just not aware of my surroundings at all. Yeah. Just throw the pumpkin off. Did, you didn't bother taking a look around to make sure the coast was clear? I don't think I did. Oh, clearly not. <laughs> I didn't take a hypothetical look. No, sure. Um, and when I threw it, I almost hit a car that was passing through. Oh, fucking Christ. Underneath. And he, like, stops the car and was like, you fucking ass, what the fuck? And I was just like, oh, oh so- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh like a fucking bugs bunny cartoon yeah and i was just like sorry you put down your bottle with three x's on it <laughs> yeah and uh so I, I i lived right around the corner from that too okay so i was almost home so i walked down the rest of the the hill and get actually onto the flats and little did i even realize this part and this is what like is just so fucking stupid it's just i walked past one of the cops that had watched me do the whole thing oh no and he was sitting in that little like dirt pull off right at the bottom of that hill there by the train tracks yeah and he must have been hidden in the blur of beer in the haze of hypothetical hypothetical beer and uh i walked right past him um and i and I would have made it home if it wasn't for those meddling kids. Or police. Yeah. If it wasn't for those meddling police. <laughs> uh, actually, so I take off your I take off your, your mask right now. Oh my god, Officer Barbrady. <laughs> yeah, and I would have gotten away from it. Away from it. <laughs> I would have gotten away from them if it wasn't for them goddamn cops. Um I would have gotten away, actually, for real. Because I literally, I, I live like six houses down. Go around the corner, go around one corner, take a right, go around another corner, take a left, and it's like six houses down, boom, I'm home. So I actually passed that cop. They didn't do anything. And then I get around the corner, and it just so happened that one of my friend's girlfriend lived on the same street. And he came out of that, out of his girlfriend's house right as I was passing by. And we struck up a conversation. And not knowing that the police saw the whole thing, I just stopped and Fuck. started talking to him. So you were home free. Yes. Pro- probably. Probably, for the most part. And you stopped to chat. I stopped to chat with one of, one of my friends. And we talked for like five minutes at least, maybe close to ten. And out of nowhere, just all these cop cars pull up. And I remember him saying, what did you do? And I was just like, uh... <laughs> I smashed a pumpkin and he just like, he's like, oh, and like shook his head and took off the other way. And wait, know, wait, was he at the house? He was like at the doorway. He was, yeah, he was at, at like standing on the stairs still. And he went running or he would just no, close he just, the door and left. You know, the cops had already come up and knew it was me and like started cuffing me and everything. And he just closed the door and faded. no, and he just, he was leaving. So he just uh, continued okay. down the street and was just like, I'll see you tomorrow. You know? Yeah. When you get out of the the big out of one. the slammer, but um, <laughs> yeah, they put me in the back of the car, asked me for my all my information. I didn't have, I used to not take my ID to parties, just you know, kind of a smart thing. 
Okay. And, uh, so they they somehow figured out who I was because I couldn't remember my social security number, and they somehow figured out who I was if it was through my address or whatever. But um. So they asked you who you were, and you just didn't tell them. I told them my name, and I was just like. Well, then how did then they knew who you were from your name? Because there, well, there could be multiple Eric's in the area. I don't know. I was. But I mean, you told them your full name. I don't. Rem- I think I don't know. Okay, that's probably how they knew because you told them. I don't know, <laughs> I'm but thinking. yeah. They eventually let me out of the car, gave me a citation mm-hmm. for uh, underage drinking, and let me on my way. Hmm. But yeah, uh, and uh, did you did you? And meanwhile, meanwhile, I was dressed up as a, as a fucking police detective from the sabotage video. <laughs> so they even asked me like, "What are you dressed up as?" And I was like, "A cop." And they kind of like giggled about it. <laughs> I remember that part because I was kind of having a little bit of fun with them. Cause I knew I was I was done. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I but I only got I, they didn't charge me for uh, like disorderly conduct for, for smashing the pumpkin or anything. It was just I just got an underage. They didn't plea it down. You didn't plea it down. To like, what? I mean, plead, you plead plead. Sometimes they'll drop the charges down if you fight it. Actually, I remember going to court and I got there super early and there's all these other people there for the same thing. And I remember they. A basketball player in a co- like a college basketball player who's like, oh, I'm a college basketball player, and blah, blah, blah. and they're like, all right, well, just don't do it again. And then like another guy stood up, he's like, this is my first offense. I just threw like, throw the books at him. Uh, and I just remember like, this is fucking bullshit. Like you're treating the fucking basketball player who should have a higher standard than a normal person because they probably have grants and you know people paying for their tuition and shit. Like fuck that. So by the time I got to the end, and another thing, you could ple- you could have pleaded, I remember now, they could have pleaded it down, but I would have had gone uh, to, to like the morgue to check out a body and all this stuff. And, and I Wait, would have- what? Yeah, How does that have anything to do with an underage Oh, because you would see what would lead to drinking. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so, they w- so it would have been like an the- alcohol education class and to show you a dead body at the morgue? Yeah, and also you'd have to donate money to Mothers Against Drunk Driving- uh, you had to, so they were going to take you to the morgue be like, this is what's going to happen to you if you don't donate. To and also they said they driving. would take me into the, the county jail and like show me some inmates and stuff. It was like Good scare God. tactic stuff. Yeah. And then like the thing that was really stupid was it was like 10 hours of community service or something like that or a $125 fine. So I was like, just, just give me the fine. Right. See you later. Lost my license for six months. Shit. That sucks. Well, don't don't underage drink again, Eric. Don't hypothetically underage drink again. All right. If listener. I catch you underage drinking from here on out, I'm gonna whoop your ass, boy. You need to show my ID. Yeah, I need to see it right you now. You have a beer. ID. He's a beer, folks. Folks at home. He's, oh, shit. he's reaching. Wait a minute. Hey, Sean. Do you wait? You always Sean. leave your ID at home when you go to parties, huh? What's that over there? Uh listener. I didn't bring my ID I don't again. See I thought we were coming to party. Eric, what were you pointing at? It's it's way over there. Just oh, keep looking. I'm looking close by. Let's Listener, look farther away. I I didn't bring. Huh. If I just give, maybe if I give him my see, library card, he'll he'll be. be Sean, I I it ran away. I. It ran away. There's an animal in my house. No, just come back. Sean, come back. No, I better go check that out. If there's an animal in my house. Fuck. Well. Um. It, it must have just... I don't see anything. It passed. What? It passed. All right. I guess I'll come back Just in. come back in. All right. I'm going to show well, up. I didn't see anything. I'm going to show up my... I didn't see anything library card. Sean, hey, what's up? You... Hey, um... You didn't even... Were you talking to the listener? No. Oh, okay. Here, um, uh, here's my uh, ID, like you requested. Here you go. This is not an ID. This is a quarter. Are you bribing me with a quarter? No. How about... If there were a set of twins, huh? These are both nickels. Fuck, that's Hamilton? Nickels? Or Jefferson? They're nickels. They're not dimes? Ah, uh, I see what you did there. You handed me two nickels and called them dimes. I'm not stupid. Damn it. Um, I'm going to need two more nickels is my point. Okay, here you go. And that quarter, too. Damn, you're expensive to, to bribe. That's right. 35 cents is my minimum. Uh, so I was also uh, caught underage drinking two two stories about that um one time behind my friend's house there was going to be 
They were going to have a party because his parents were going to be out of town. So they were going to have a bonfire down the hill, over the hill from his house. And everybody got together. We all put through and together to get MGD hypothetically. And like, I think Heineken made its way down there as well. Hypothetically. No, you know what? No, Heineken would have been way too expensive. It was rolling rock. I was going to say, I just remember a green bottle. Okay. Uh, maybe they weren't bottles anyway, but I just remember the color green. But yeah, Rolling Rock, Rolling Rock and MGD were like the two fancy beers that we thought were like the fanciest to get. So we got those and we we're partying around this fire. And I look over and all of a sudden someone had shown up wearing all black. And I'm like, who is this guy? I don't remember inviting. Who's I don't recognize that guy. And then there's another guy in all black standing there. And I'm like, who's that guy? I don't know that guy either. And then there's another guy in all black. And I'm like, these guys... They don't look like our friends. And, and then, it like literally took me like 30 seconds to realize, oh, those are police officers. And then did their flashlights come on and you like got blinded? And- yeah, all of a sudden they had flashlights because <laughs> they didn't have flashlights at first. They were just yeah. kind of hanging out around the fire for a second or two. Like just like showed up. And like, you guys were probably like being idiots too. Just oh, like yeah, just drinking, shit whatever. Right. And then we're like, look over and it's like, hey guys, um, there are police here. Because <laughs> there was no one on the other side of the fire. It was... Looking off into the into the woods, everyone in a semicircle around the fire, and they walked up behind us because uh. our backs were to the street and the house. And this is down over a steep ass hill, right? So we, for some reason, we thought in our like little kid brains that being over the hill, the neighbors who are on the same hill couldn't see us or hear you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like being loud as fuck. But um, yeah, so they like start rounding us up and making us dump all the beer into the fire and open up the entire case of beer and just dump them one by one in the fire. That was a bummer. Uh. We had to dump out all the, like $40 worth of beer, you know, back when that was real money to us. And, you know, why, why, you know rounded us all up, fired us in the cars and drove us home. And then, uh, you know, told our parents what happened. And like, I would, my, you know, this cop brought me to the door for the first time ever in my life, like arrested and told they my really, parents. They did that? Yeah, they, they actually did that. took you they to the that. door? Oh, that's the worst because... The look on your parents' face when you're in front of an officer. Yeah, and they weren't proud. <laughs> no, I could imagine. My not. mom's like in her like like nighty time nighty, nighty yeah. thing. Oh, I think the best thing about mine is I'm realizing now is my parents were three hours away, and I mean I called them and told them what happened, but I didn't have to be face to face with them right. when I did it. Yeah, that that was rough. <laughs> that was a tough one. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there was that one and oh, on the way home, I'm sitting in the back and it was a totally plastic back seat. Like they have mm-hmm. this hard plastic mm-hmm. and he's just gunning it through this neighborhood, dude, like going like 60 and like a 25, just blasting through and uh, like taking curves and I'm sliding in the back seat, like side to side, like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. <laughs> and I, you know, I chatted up with the guy cause it was like, whatever, what am I going to do now? Like might as well just chat. Like, so we talked and he like put on some pretty good music. I remember. And like, it was actually a fairly pre- pleasant ride. It was kind of fun. Like being in the back and him just blasting through the neighborhood, knowing that we can't get pulled over. It was like, and I'm like a little half kicked in the ass. I'm like kind of having fun with it. So it ended up being that they, let us plea down to uh, just a, I think I got a um, disorderly conduct. Mm. So it was like a hundred dollar fine. And that was it. It was like nothing. Yeah. And it's like weird. It's like when, it, once you pay it off, it's just like, it's off your record. You know right. what I mean? Well that, especially the disorderly conduct was yeah. like nothing or, and, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I did. I can't have gotten See, underage cause I didn't have anything else happen to me. I didn't lose uh, my license or anything. And I know in Pennsylvania, it's like fucking serious. I think they said, Oh, this is, this is your first time we'll let you go with just a disorderly. And that worked out real well. I know like, I think it was like a month later was my birthday and I turned 18. So it was like just real close to like, you know, so that got erased immediately. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty, it was actually like perfect timing for me. It was right before I went off to college. Then second year in college, real quick one, we were drinking at a party um, at IUP and we were which stands for I usually party. Yes, indeed. You remember that from another from prior episode. Mm-hmm. Call back. J Pro's given us both thumbs up. Thanks, J Pro. Appreciate it. And so we are partying in this place called the Rooftops, and it was like this these apartments where you like go up a bunch of flights of stairs, and then at the t- it like opened up onto what was like almost like a rooftop like courtyard. 
okay? And there was a bunch of apartments, doors, like on this roof, basically. Because you could walk over to the edge of the roof, but then there was like further building and you were like between, like on the on the roof of the lower part and then there was doorways in and then there was roofs on top of that, obviously. But so it was like being on the roof, but then there was apartments on top of the roof almost. And so it was weird, yeah. It was, it was like cement rooftop. I mean, it was basically just like an outdoor courtyard on top of a bunch of buildings with also apartments. Okay. Okay. So it was like a false roof, but it was awesome because it was like ab- above the street level on the main street is Philadelphia street is like the main street of Indiana and where all the bars are and all the people are like running around. Um, and so there's a lot going on up there, like around that area. And, but you're above street level so you can drink like safely without being seen from the street. So everyone's partying like in the courtyard between all these apartments, right? So it's like being outside, but totally secluded in a way. So we were pretty safe at this point. We were good to go. Like everybody partied up here all the time and nobody ever got busted for it. So we're partying our asses off and our buddies who had come up from our hometown decided that they would lean out the window and yell, fuck the police at the police. Huh. Uh, no words. Yeah. I, this is, it's literally the stupidest thing you can do in, in this situation. Yeah. So the police came up with a vengeance and started, and we were inside of an apartment at this point and they just walked through the open door and just started rounding people up, up and giving them breathalyzers. And there was no way out. There was no back door to run out. Cause we're on top of a roof. You remember? Yeah. You can't just jump out the window and run. We you would have died. So it was, game over and there was a cop standing in the doorway you couldn't leave and most of the time at IUP if you get like 99% of the time if the cops come to a party they just say everybody out go the fuck out get out I don't care where you go get out and that's it that's all they do they don't ever give you underages there it's just like fucking get out go home whatever just stop partying stop drinking beer done and then the person who threw the party usually gets like like a, a, a noise ordinance violation and has to pay like a $300 fine. So it's basically like a money making scheme for them with no paperwork. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, th- but they came up this time and they were like, no They're fucking, lying. nobody's leaving. You're all getting, they had their dicks in their hand. Just, they were just jerking it, just slapping it off their other hands, slapping it off their little notebook, the little cop notebooks. So they rounded us up, breathalyzed us and gave us all underages. Then we got lawyers and, we said to the lawyer, and the lawyer's like, well, did they have a way, a reason to enter the premises? Did they have a warrant? Did they have any of this? And they're like, no. It's like, well, then you don't have underages. That, they violated your rights. So they, he took that to the cops and said, you're not getting them for anything because you violated their rights. And the cops said, oh, we'll just give them dis- disorderly conducts. And the lawyer was like, yes, you will. And then we got disorderly conducts, which should have been nothing. We really should have gotten literally nothing because yeah. they didn't, they shouldn't have been able to come in. So... It was kind of like another one of the like, and I remember going into this this uh, uh, attorney's this quote unquote scare quotes lawyer's office. I mean, he definitely was a lawyer, but dude didn't have anything on the walls. It was like this rundown, shitty little <laughs> office with like you know like one rickety old chair he pulled out of the trash and like a fucking <laughs> desk with like a pencil and one piece of paper on it. Like it was like. The shadiest possible scenario. It's like a broken pencil that doesn't have an eraser on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Or like, or exactly. And it's like half chewed. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, and he's just got like a, a, a piece of paper with like a really porn drawing of a cat on it. And like that was, <laughs> he's got like, and he's got like a fucking bachelor's degree from Indiana University of Pennsylvania. So it's like IUP. He, he graduated and just started renting this office for $400 a, a month on the main just to get strip. kids off from underage exactly <laughs> that's a that's a good one so uh <clears throat> yeah but you could tell i mean anytime you get one of these lawyers that's in a college town like if there's anyone who's underage listening to this right now why are you listening to a podcast yes. that's for adults get tell your parents on yourself and you're grounded by the way mm-hmm. do, if you're going to continue listening don't ever if you get caught at a university hire an attorney from that university they're in bed with the police they know the police they know the judges everyone by first name and shit they don't give a fuck about you they care about each other because they don't have ever have to see you again but they have to see those cops every fucking day for the rest of their lives so 
They want to work with them and they want to get buddy-buddy with them so that they can make little deals on the side where they still charge you your $1,500, $2,000 and then the cops still get to put something in the books and everybody goes home happy except for you where you just paid the cops and the lawyer. So yeah, we got like $200 fines each. My parents paid for it because my parents are awesome. But yeah, don't don't let the fucking uh, small town lawyers. I can I can throw a little advice in here too. Yeah, do it. For the for the kids that aren't listening. Yes, this is all hypothetical. This hypothetical is... kids, listen up. Stop <laughs> listening. Listen. Now stop listening. Stop listening okay. right after Eric says this. Um so one thing I noticed, especially cuz I, I partied a lot in the city of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So it was always city cops that would break up the parties. And now city cops have a lot of shit on their plate. Right. Crime, like they have actual real crime. crime. They have drugs, prostitutes, everything. So cars getting stolen. Yeah, they don't really give a fuck about thirty some kids partying. If they get a noise complaint, they have to do something about it. Right. So they just knock on the door and they're like, generally keep it down like or keep it down. Out. Or if they come back, you know, uh, and they said that you know we're gonna come in or you, you need to shut it down now. And I've had a, a few in. Uh, a few times where the cops would like come in and they're starting to pull people out and I noticed and I started doing this if if you run out the front door they will chase you they will either chase you or grab you at the front door right if you walk out like a smooth ass motherfucker that you are smooth criminal I think I just started doing the any any are you okay oh yeah that was none of that was a song by Michael Jamson. Go ahead. So I've literally like been behind people who were running out of a party and the cops stopped them and we're like, Well, let's see some ID. And I've literally just walked out all cool and calm, just said, Oh, I'm sorry, you know, we were being Have so a great loud. night, officers. Yeah, have a great night. See, and they would just wave, wave me off and be like get, they'd say like get home safe. Absolutely. Or, you walk out because they're not gonna card every goddamn motherfucker no, in there. Because they don't have the time. But if you're making it a you making it look like you're that's guilty just for easy. some reason. Yeah. It's easy. So yeah, just I learned walk that out early. like a cool motherfucker if if mm-hmm. it ever gets here it's a fifty fifty chance. There's a fifty percent chance it may work, fifty percent chance it may not. But yeah, if but you, you run, run out hundred percent chance. Hundred percent chance you're done. Yep, so. absolutely right. That's Roll great. them dice, motherfuckers. You, you're not as fast as you think you are. And a big ass cop who's had a you know a few donuts and a few beers in his day, mm. and he's got all mm-hmm. that all that extra body weight laying around oh. around the midsection area, or even worse yet, some dude that served in Iraq and came back and couldn't find a job, so he became a cop and he's fucking ripped. Like you're not going through that. That's it's it's a it's a brick wall and a oh, fucking yeah. bounce house. He's got he's ripped at the door. And, and an ego. So exactly, and and by the way, he's seen some shit you would never imagine. <laughs> no, no, oh, he will snap. Yeah, he would he would pull your fucking skull out from your face before you could snap your fingers. So just don't do it, folks. Don't run out of a party. You walk out smooth. You you hum Annie. Are you okay? Even mm-hmm. though it's the wrong song. <laughs> And you go and you go to the next party. Honestly, you just go to the next party and you and you go. Hopefully, this is what you got to do. You got to get your core group of about a dozen friends who are all gonna just kind of chill and they don't have to yell and scream and get into fist fights and shit on the lawn. That's how you don't get caught. Everybody gets some beer. You you have a nice chill little get together. You don't got to be screaming and bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Not to say that that's you know you shouldn't go to some of those parties, but you know most of the time it's just fine to hang out and relax. You know and 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 turn on some good tunes, talk with your friends, enjoy the shit out of it. You don't got to be fucking worrying and looking over your shoulder the whole time. This sounds like a 30-some party, not a 21, 20-year party. No, but we, we'd we have parties like that where it was like, you know, cl- mostly close friends and we weren't screaming it's, and carrying on. It, well, it's funny though. You're like, What you're describing is exactly what I would like to do now. Right. But it's 20, sure. I'm Oh, like, it's super enjoyable. I'm just talking about when it's 20, just keep it a little chilly. Yeah, you you think, but it doesn't happen. Right. Well, yeah, you, you just don't need to be, you know, screaming in the lawn. Like, close the doors, stay inside, you won't get caught. And we, we yeah. had plenty of parties like that at, at college where we didn't get caught. And then there was parties that got out of hand, and if people are spilling out of the doorway in the front yard and fucking getting in fights in the front yard, mm-hmm. and people got caught. That's what happens. Yeah, I would usually, if I saw that going on, I'd usually... Out the back yep, door. Out the back door, or grab just, a grab a few beers from yes, the fridge that yep. aren't yours, and out the back door. Yep, or fill up your 
your Dixie cup mm-hmm. and mosey on. Fucking Wait, no. Mosey. Fill up your Dixie cup, slam one down, fill it back up, then get the fuck out. You mean your solo cup? Because a Dixie cup is a tiny. Oh, you're cup. right. You're right. Eric, this is why Eric never got drunk when he was underage. <laughs> he was drinking from Dixie cups. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't learn until I was 21. <laughs> On my 21st like, birthday. Fuck, wait, there were supposed to be solo cups? Nobody, ah, no wonder we could never make any of the cups in beer pong. I know. Fuck. You'd have to be so good to make so those good. beer pong cups. You got one ever in, in all the parties. One person got one big ping pong ball and one Dixie cup. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck. We are way late for commercials. <laughs> way late. God damn. Well, commercials. Commercials. Scottish Crick is the only drink that you can drink. Like the Scottish, it's got a crisp cold bite of a Scottish morn. When you're walking through the glen past the loch, it's the taste of rustling wolves on the hills and dales of Scotland, brewed with the piss of the Loch Ness Monster. It'll give you the power to lift on high a bastard sword sharp enough to cut your goddamn pubic hair long ways. Heavy enough that one swing will knock your stone hut of a house down to the ground. It'll give you the strength to wrestle wolves. It's the reason your grandma has a fucking mustache. It's the reason your uncle fucks sheep in the barn. It'll give you a woody. It can pierce the wall. Scottish Crick, dinner be a crabbit wine. Put it away, lad. Hi, my name is Jane, and I'm an inventor. Are you tired of watching your cats and dogs eat at the dish? It just seems really boring. So that's why I've created Food Floor. Our scientists were able to combine both a floor and food together for both cats and dogs. And let's not forget about your other family pets like the iguana or the chinchilla or maybe even your favorite marsupial. We've installed a food floor on side A. And over here we've installed a normal floor on side B. We released the animals all at once. Nine out of ten dogs went to the food floor immediately. The tenth dog went to the regular floor just to take a shit, and then it went back to food floor. It's food, but it's also a floor. But wait, there's more. We also have new waxa treats. They work by dispersing a few of the treats out onto the floor, and when the cats push them around, it actually waxes the floor. How about that? Two in one. Have the cats wax the floor for you. Also, our newest product, meat curtains. Spread open our meat curtains and stick your head through. You're gonna have a hard time trying not to lick our meat curtains. You know what? Give in to the urge. Our meat curtains taste delicious. Just ask this cat right here. And another satisfied customer. And how about the smile on this face? Call one of our customer service representatives and speak with them about having new food floor installed in your home. It'll be a hit. It looks like hard wood, but tastes like wood smoked. Now, 83% beef. And where I come from, that's a solid B. This is normally where I would berate Eric for the terrible commercials. I mean, food floor, what the fuck? And just the Scottish, was it Scottish Creek? Crick, Scottish crick. Stream? What was it? Crick, I think a Crick. Uh, is that some kind of weird? And uh, I don't I don't get it. And I think, uh, I'm going to cut this part out, but I think I was supposed to do it as soap instead of Irish Spring, but I made it a soft drink, I think. <laughs> you did? You did? I, don't, I didn't even think of that. It'll work. Yeah, it works. Um. Yeah, so no, I, I, I would normally yell at you for these. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I really put forth an effort. I actually went to another con- continent to get a commercial. You Wait a minute. Back up. Yes? You went to another continent? Yes. You mean like spiritually or like called them, right? No, I actually, I, the rest of the money that we had, mm-hmm. I bought a plane ticket and flew to Scotland to get a voice actor. It's surprising. You just wave a little bit of beer in their face and, and they'll do it. So you're saying it was real cheap for us to get this actor? Well, 
it was cheap to get him, but it wasn't cheap for me to fly there. Right. And then fly back. Yes. And did you record it there, or did you fly him all the way to the States to record and fly him back again? I, I flew him all the way here to record, and then I actually... What, to save money on the studio I actually just told him to go downtown Pittsburgh and I'd meet him and take him to the airport, but I never did. So he's somewhere in the United States? I... Oh, no. Wait. I didn't know you had a such a strong Scottish accent. I do now. I spent a couple of days so there. What was yeah. his name? Um, Clyde. Clyde what? I. <laughs> Clyde I? Yeah. Wow. So you don't know the guy's last name? No, I don't. Um, you spent several thousand dollars just on airfare. Mm-hmm. Well, I used, you were bragging that one day about all those... Um, airline miles that you had mm -hmm. so i stole your credit card okay this is going really poorly uh, right used now. all of your miles this is not helping at all and i paid i don't know like 30 dollars for all the for me so you stole my airline miles that i had been saving up for 10 years so that my wife and i could go to hawaii for our honeymoon yes okay and it's for the podcast though I was going to not yell at you for the commercials today, but now I have to. And then food floors. What the fuck was that? Cats love it. <sighs> well, you do have a point there. They do love it. Meat curtains? That's just childish. Cats love it. That's also true. All right. Well, anyway, I I was going to say I'm not going to yell at you for the commercials, but I could not. I mean, it, that's a, that is a lot. So we are like so far in the hole. Um, we had to pay Johnny P 10 grand to be on today's episode. And then I spent all of... He made me feel better. All of your airline miles. Yeah. We, we we caught a call from Johnny P just before we came back from, just as we were coming back from commercials here. And that made me feel a little bit better. Uh, Eric made me feel worse just now. Um, we are plumb out of time. I got to balance it out. This episode's gone long, and, uh, and it was all because of our crazy, crazy stories about hypothetically, hypothetically getting hypothetically drinking. Underage drinking. Caught underage hypothetical drinking. Um, and a uh, uh, baby listener, if you're listening, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be. But don't. if you are. Please don't. Stop. Stop now. Um, and if you're going to hypothetical underage drink, we did not tell you to. So No, we told you not to, but we also told you how not to get caught, or if you do get caught, how to act there thereafter. Yes. So, I mean, at least hopefully Smooth you won't go to jail. criminal. That's right. Um, and please stop listening to this podcast right now. Like pre this is the last episode. Okay. This episode. And then that's it. That's it. You're done. And by the way, it's end of the episode. Um, it's not done for your, your mommy and daddy though. And by the way, folks, um, before we get out of here, I want to give a special shout out to John Pridmore, who is nice enough to call in for us. He's in LA. So if you're listening from LA, um, look him up, John Pridmore, that's J O H N. P-R-I-D-M-O-R-E. Look him up. Find, you know, when he's going to be out doing his stand-up. He the last is time, hilarious. Last time I saw his stand-up, he had me in tears. He he kills me every time, literally. And it's not just because we're friends. Like, I'm laughing my ass off. Because he he's uncouth. I met him basically, well, through you. But, like, I think the first time I met him was after he did a stand-up. A uh, uh, stand-up. Uh, what is that? Like a just stand time stand-up time, uh, stand-up act act. Okay, we'll, we'll say an act. set a set. There you go. Yeah, hang on. We're gonna edit this so that we sound like we know what the fuck okay. we're talking about. Set, get a, that clean. A stand-up set. Perfect. And I was just dying, laughing, and then he came over and you you introduced him to me and you know we hit it off from there. But great guy, great guy, hilarious, absolutely hilarious, unique. Style of comedy. Yep. Um, so if you are in LA, check the motherfucker out. We need to get Johnny P a YouTube channel, a Twitter account. Like he is flying under the radar for reasons of Cause he needs a Twitter handle because he's off the handle. Yeah, and he needs a he needs a Facebook hook because he's off the hook. Oh shit. That's not a thing. A hook isn't a thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> And he needs a YouTube channel because he's swimming the English channel, dog. Uh, oh, damn. Damn, snap. Uh, so, yeah, check out John Predmore. Awesome guy. I need to contact him and see if he has anything recorded because he needs to have 
I would love to put a little bit of his stand up in the podcast, like at the end. That would be amazing. Yeah. I think that would uh, cause a few boners. Indeed. Um, and then uh, check us out. Definitely check us out on Twitter. We've I've been doing a lot of tweeting lately, uh, and you know we've got we've got some good followerage on Twitter. All, um, yep, judges. I want to do a special allowing. shout out to just the hashtag Potter and family as they have been so kind to us. The whole entire community has been so kind. Oh, a lot this, of follows from them. A lot of retweets. It's been great. This is uh the what up fam? What up fam? So shout out to Potter and family, all the podcasts that are making that happen. Um, just off the top of my head, we've got the still human podcast, the fighting Yanks, um, Epic film guys. They've got, uh, poop culture, Davian's podcast. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, you should also check out strange times, a podcast by, uh, Davian Dent. We've been, uh, listening to him a little bit. They're pretty good. Yeah. He's been, he's been listening to us and he's been telling us good things. So put our commercial on his episode. Thanks a lot, Davian. Yeah. Uh, we need to get a commercial from him. It w- there will probably be one in this episode and we don't even know it. <gasps> Only the listener knows it. We're out of the loop. Oh, fuck. Listener, you, you're taking this moment from me, but I'll allow it. I want to give a shout out to Mac and Goo and they, uh, they, they're they're a strong retweeter and and liker of our of our tweets, so they're they're throwing some throwing some Twitter support our way, which is nice. And uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of Twitter love going on with the hashtag Potter and Family. So seriously, go into go into Twitter right now, type in hashtag Potter and Family, and just you know look up and subscribe to well, ten podcasts in the next five minutes because there so many of them are so great. We've yeah. got we've got. Large Marge sent us, which two, uh, there's two women who talk about the, the, the movies of our childhood. They go back and watch them and then they discuss them. We got the book versus movie podcast where they compare the books and the movies. I mean, I could go on all day. There's the not a, not a historian podcast, which is a history podcast. There is the drift and ramble podcast, which takes stories from the old West and they treat them like an old-time radio show where the host acts out sometimes as the character, kind of like autobiographical, and sometimes just kind of tells their story um, as like a biography. And it's extremely interesting. It's super well-produced. Uh, uses a lot of uh, like sound effects and, and music um, that he curates very carefully, and he's done a great job at it. Um, his wife is involved as well. You can find them over at driftandramble.com. Um, they're available on iTunes, all the usual suspects, Google Play, SoundCloud, etc. Um, and they are also on Patreon. So go over to their site, driftandramble.com, and click on their Patreon thing. Once you've listened to a few episodes, you're going to want to get involved. Get involved at like a $1 a month level. That's like nothing. Um, and that's going to help them get, get on their way to keeping this podcast going. And the host... Uh, Steve Blizzin uh, has a history in radio, um, and he it, it's it's obvious because he's super professional and has the perfect radio voice. So definitely check them out. They did an episode about Bass Reeves, who was potentially the the inspiration for the Lone Ranger, who was a, a black cowboy, and that's also mentioned in uh, one of the most recent episodes of. That's also mentioned in one of the most recent episodes of the Fighting Yanks, uh, the one where they, that they did about Django Unchained, which have to, they're must listens. They should be on your list. Um, the Fighting Yanks also did one about fashion, Nazi fashion. Um, great podcast. I, I love them. Uh, they're they've got NPR quality, and the it, they actually write their episodes. They actually write scripts, mm. which makes us just feel like pieces of shit they're on episode four and they are 75 times more professional than us so get on that they they are just a treat they're a treat to listen to you're gonna learn something you're gonna laugh they're fantastic also cats love it and they give us a nice shout out in their latest episode too really yeah us that's awesome thanks ladies uh and gentleman and gentleman Mm mm-hmm and uh so yeah that's gonna be it for us um check us out in poor taste pod on twitter at in poor taste pod sling it yo i don't know what that means but sling the episode like oh sure 
sling it and uh you know also share it with your friends uh and uh yeah that's it uh johnny p if you cast it they will pod so uh you know what you know what used to be cool about cell phones is that uh that they had buttons on them so like if you got kidnapped you could reach into your pocket and like feel around until you dialed 911 and then you could give like vague directions like out loud so that the 911 operator could figure out where you were like just be like oh you just passed the 76 at the corner of sunset in alvarado i hope that's not where you're gonna kill me and then they send the police but <laughs> We, we can't do that with smartphones. Like, you're just reaching in, slip sliding around, and we're all getting murdered, pocket IMDb-ing Viola Davis. <laughs> Technology has failed us. I, I was I, I was uh, I was I was raised religious. Anyone else raised religious? No, I was not so. I was I was raised Methodist, which is you know less of a religion and more an excuse for old people to get together and have potlucks. <laughs> like, yeah, God, Jesus, whatever, I'm praying there's some fucking pretzel salad, that's what I'm praying. <laughs> Oh, and in, instead of uh, instead of wafers and wine, we used to use little slices of bread and grape juice to represent the body and blood of Christ, which threw me through a loop when I was a kid. Like every time my mom would pour me a glass of Welch's, I'm like, oh, "Whose blood is this? <laughs> Whose body is my PB and J on, Mom?" <laughs> do you think? Do you? Do you think that if instead of being crucified, Jesus had been beaten to death with a statue of a penis like that woman in a clockwork orange? <laughs> Do you think people would still wear that on a chain? <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm gay. Like, for the attention. <laughs> like, it was, it was weird. My parents took it really hard when I came out. Like, my dad was always doing things like uh, pointing out pretty girls to me and putting pocket pussies in my Christmas stocking. <laughs> Like, Dad, I'm just gonna pretend this is an asshole. <laughs> my mom actually came out five years after I had just stole my big gate thunder. <laughs> and it's weird, it's weird having, like, growing up gay with a lesbian, because, like, like, you know, most gay guys have a bunch of stories about walking around the house in their mom's high heels. I have a bunch of stories about walking around the house in my mom's flats. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right, dude. Should I say it five more times in different voices? Yes. I don't think you have time for that, but yes. It's like that, that USA in a minute thing. Like, if you guys do the Buck, because of in a minute, in a minute. Nice. It's got the taste of the, it's got the taste of the, oh, I went Australian. Ugh. I gotta go. Get in my belly. <laughs> yeah that's scottish <laughs> but i tell you one thing it'll put some fucking hair on your tiny behind you didn't want to taste it taste it taste 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 that's, that's, uh, that's australian it's definitely australian definitely it's definitely isn't australian commercial this is the longest i've ever tried to hold a scottish accent i think i can imagine it's hard it's got the crisp, the crisp, cold bite. The crisp, cold bite of an Irish morning. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I've just got to get back into it, Jim. She didn't have the power. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. Right. That's right. That's right. Right. <laughs> Kangaroos. <laughs> Wallabies. It's got, it tastes like a wallaby piss. Uh, right. Right. 
Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a food floor on side B. And we've also installed a normal floor on side B. We can throw in these new treats that when the cats go after them. <laughs> that just came out. Holy shit. <laughs> and when the cats push them around as they usually do in some kind of like stupid shit way, you're going to have it. You're going to find You're going to not get this right. So go down to your local food. And go down to your local pet food mart and pick up a new, and pick up a box of... A box of four? Oh. You gotta have them installed, right? Oh, yeah. They have two... two th- <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's probably enough.